Hello, Orchard Archivers, and thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Caramel Apples Podcast. I'm Kennedy Rizzo. And I'm Cooper Lee. And this week, we're going to take an intriguing look back over the life and career of renowned actor Michael Keaton, where we'll do a deep dive into the many shining highlights of this most relatable and talented actor. Are you ready for this week's Orchard Trek? Let's dive in. Michael Keaton, what pops into your mind? There's no doubt a rush of his numerous cinematic works. More on that in a bit, but first, let's briefly familiarize ourselves with a little bit of history on Michael Keaton, shall we? Oh my goodness. So, so ready, Kennard. Oh, me too. <laughs> Looking forward to this. <laughs> Michael Keaton is a versatile, well-respected, and one of the most well-known Hollywood actors of our time. Yes. His ever-familiar face has appeared in many a feature film, and capturing our attention with his riveting and undeniable talent. But like so many of the icons we enjoy discussing here on the Caramel Apples podcast, we like to look back to see where so many got their start and pinpointing the fascinating segues into who, what, we know our favorites to be now. Mm -hmm. And believe me, Michael Keaton is truly a permanent fixture on our favorites list. Facts! (laughs) (laughs) Michael Keaton was born (laughs) Michael John Douglas on September 5th, 1951 in Coropolis, Pennsylvania, to Leona Elizabeth Loftus, who was a homemaker, and George A. Douglas, who was a civil engineer and surveyor. Michael Keaton is the youngest of seven siblings, three brothers and three sisters. That's a lot of kids. (laughs) It is. Very interesting. (laughs) I bet with six other siblings that there was never a dull moment. Oh, never, never. I know there was never a dull moment, and there was only three of us. (laughs) Our poor parents. Right? (laughs) So according to what you just shared, we now know that Michael Keaton is his stage name. Yes, and goes to show that he does what he does well, acting so much so that he is Michael Keaton, hands down. Uh Uh-huh. He just is. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, could you imagine just how crazy it might be if he went by his birth name of Michael Douglas? (laughs) I mean, we already have a Michael Douglas, you know, (laughs) who is very well known and was also a mainstay in many 80s feature films. (laughs) So, Kennedy, I'm going to guess that the Michael Douglas that we know to be Michael Douglas was first. (laughs) So the Michael Keaton would have to be number two. (laughs) (laughs) this is true and there is a couple different stories you know reasons floating around out there as to how michael keaton would come up how he came up with his stage name oh this will be interesting okay 
Yeah. So the first reason and probably the most well-known rumor of the two is that he he come up with his alternate surname Keaton after reading an article on actress Diane Keaton, which then he decided that Michael Keaton had a nice ring to it. And there you go. Okay, but as you plainly stated, this was only a rumor, right? Mm-hmm. I'm one of those that thought that somewhere in the back of my mind that they may have been loosely kin to each other. I know, me too. <laughs> but, but he was very clear in refuting that reason. Okay. And uh, all he knew was that he needed an alternate last name. So his explanation was that he simply went through a list of potential surnames And when he got to the case, he decided upon Keaton. And voila! (laughs) (laughs) Feeling that it sounded inoffensive enough, I guess. Hey, you know, how else could you do it? Just go through like a phone book or a directory. You know what? That sounds great. You know, works for us. I think that's probably pretty clever, to be honest with you. I think that's pretty (laughs) nice. Because regardless, he's the one and only Michael Keaton anyway. So, yeah. His endeavor with that proved hugely successful, so it worked. <laughs> it did. But then he's an amazing actor at that, cherry on top. Exactly. Unlike so many so-called stars and celebrities nowadays, you know, there's more of just, they're more just a name or a brand, and uh-huh. they offer much less on the talent spectrum, in my estimation. <laughs> sure, you know, and this is sadly true of our current times. Mm-hmm. But back to Michael Keaton's name change, we already mentioned Michael Douglas in the movies, and I guess there was yet another one in broadcasting as well. No way. <laughs> so at this point, we should just start handing out numbers, right? <laughs> yeah, to keep them straight. Right, you're number three. <laughs> <laughs> While Michael Keaton readily uses his stage name connected to his projects and Hollywood side, it's interesting that he's never officially or legally changed his name to Michael Keaton. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh, probably the majority of Hollywood stars or different ones in the public eye have done this for many different reasons. Yeah. Oh, it could be just, you know, for the obvious, maybe their own personal protection. That's probably a key reason. Sure. But you know, Coop, even today's so-called influencers do this. Yes. (laughs) The new 21st century brand of uh, celebrities. (laughs) It's the influencers for sure. (laughs) Right? Hey, it all works, right? It does. (laughs) It is a new era. So the million dollar question is, what is in a name? Apparently a lot. Show is. (laughs) So let's get into some of his early history in order to see a steady buildup or crescendo to what we know and are most familiar with, with who Michael Keaton is. I'm ready. (laughs) This is truly a fascinating episode this week. I am so excited. Oh, me too, Coop. This was was a highlight. (laughs) Yes. So Michael Keaton studied speech for two years at Kent State University, where he appeared in plays. Uh Uh-oh, there's a touch of the acting bug manifesting itself. (laughs) It certainly is. But after his stint at university, he decided to go back to Pennsylvania to pursue his career. 
We know and are most familiar with Michael Keaton's works and many of his feature films. But like attempting to climb up a flight of steps to eventually get to the top, that means there's usually that starting point to get that proverbial ball rolling. Yeah, indeed. You know, Michael Keaton, in the beginning, tried his hand at stand-up comedy. But at that time, proved unsuccessful. It was a wah-wah. <laughs> Oops. But, <laughs> but that opportunity led him to a cable station where he, for a while, worked as a TV cameraman there. Oh, see? He's climbing those steps. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Well, while he was doing his cameraman stint, um, it is then he realized that it might be cool undertaking, you know, to go work in front of the cameras instead. Ah. Yeah. Fun fact. Michael Keaton did just that by appearing on TV in several episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in get 1968. Out, get out of here. Crazy, right? That That is. That is surprising. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's another beloved retro classic. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is so cool that he's connected to such a cherished, beloved show. Uh-huh. So were there any other TV appearances going forward? Uh, yes, there certainly were. Okay. Uh, he also appeared in a popular TV sitcom at that time called Maud uh, from 1972, starring B. Arthur. Dorothy! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> from 1979 so according to our first earlier fun fact it's around this time that he decided to find and use a different last name other than his given surname douglas oh cool beans yeah (laughs) it makes sense as well Uh uh-huh well in 1979 it got to be a pivotal year career-wise for michael keaton for his next big break was co-starring alongside jim belushi in a short, yeah, in a short-lived comedy series entitled "Working Stiffs" that mm. same year. Okay, do you remember? Do you remember that one? I I kind of do. Yes. Okay. So showcasing his obvious and natural comedic talent led to yet another opportunity, and that was his co-starring in the feature film "Night Shift" in 1982. So this is where Michael Keaton first garnered major fame as the fast-talking ideas man, Bill. <laughs> just Bill <laughs> and starring alongside Henry Winkler fun <laughs> as a nerdish morgue attendant nerd alert <laughs> <laughs> like I've never had the opportunity to personally see this movie but just in how they described his performance in this <laughs> I can literally visualize this because he has that quirky inventive it factor when he gets into his character. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And like you said, it's so easy to actually visualize this in your mind's eye. Oh, yeah. Also embracing his natural comedic prowess, Michael Keaton went on to star in Mr. Mom, which we both liked and saw from 1983. Yes. Johnny Dangerously in 1984, 
and a much more familiar entry, that of Beetlejuice in 1988. And Gung Ho! You cannot forget Gung Ho! (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Koopa. You're right. We can't forget Gung Ho. (laughs) Yes, and that came from 1986. (laughs) Great movie right there. And Michael Keaton's performance in it did not disappoint. (laughs) Another one of our personal favorites to watch, and we have no problem watching this ultra-enjoyable, carefree movie on repeat is The Dream Team from 1989. (laughs) (laughs) The Dream Team was epically funny. It was. You know, we probably could and should do a whole standalone segment on it. What do you think? Oh, I'd be I'd be up for it. I'm game. It fits our parameters <laughs> and our humor. Yes. <laughs> the laughs in the dream team come fast and often and hard. You can't go wrong watching four certifiable nut jobs running loose in New York City. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh goodness, that movie is great. And- and Michael Keaton's performance in it truly makes its mark, and he shines. He does. <laughs> you know, with us going over the many interesting aspects of the notable successes of Michael Keaton's career, <laughs> his versatile and inventive dedication he provides for the many characters he's played over the years is clear proof that Michael Keaton has what it takes to be a part of, and I'd even go so so as so far to say to define a whole mm. standard of what Hollywood stands for. Okay, yeah. Or, well, at least what it used to. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, those once-high standards on a lot of levels has changed. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we love and cherish our beloved retro classics so much. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Michael Keaton's mini works are a huge staple in our personal collections, glad to say. Oh, I'm with you on that, Coop. <laughs> You know, when we think about most things of the late 80s concerning nostalgia, those memories usually bring a smile to our faces. Well, the same probably could be said for Michael Keaton because it was in the late 80s. 1988 to be exact. That's right. True. True, Coop. It was in 1988 that he, at this point, starred in two major influential and unconventional roles, which Mm -hmm. forever changed how audiences saw him, you know, image-wise. Yes, totally in a good way, huh, Kennedy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a few moments ago, we mentioned one of his familiar films he had a share in and that Michael Keaton starred in as a titular character, Beetlejuice, in 1988. Audiences enjoyed and took notice of his unforgettable performance in this. That he did. He had the privilege of working under the close and winning direction of none other than renowned director Tim Burton, mm-hmm. earning both Michael Keaton and Tim Burton a solid and loyal fan base for not only the movie itself, but it did garner widespread acclaim and launched Michael Keaton to Hollywood's A-list status. Very impressive, and we are not surprised. Not surprised at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how Michael Keaton's image did change from the once previous light and airy, quirky, comedic tone mm-hmm. to going a bit darker in Tim Burton's horror comedy. And it is known, and it is his undeniable trademark, 
how the darker tone defines and propels Tim Burton's films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keaton was sold working with him, you know, on Tim Burton's projects. And boy, are we ever glad. Yeah. Another celeb who was super fond of working with Tim Burton is Johnny Depp. Yes. Okay. So I like Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't wait to say that, folks. <laughs> So his contribution to Tim Burton's films as well. Yes, yes. Uh, Not hard to see a pattern here when, again, you have most, if not all, the winning components to make great films. If that's done and done right, you're going to have an epic film. Yeah. And and Tim Burton enjoyed working with Michael Keaton on Beetlejuice just as much, if Mm -hmm. not more. Okay. But how do we know that? Well, due to his performance in Beetlejuice, this opened the doors to Michael Keaton's being part of retro nostalgic history by starring in his most defining career role to date. Drum roll, please. (laughs) That of being in, wait for it. (laughs) Batman. For his dramatic portrayal of the Cape Crusader Batman Bruce Wayne. Can I scream out loud now? <laughs> I literally want to scream. I love Batman. It's great. Yes. <laughs> and Michael Keaton is Batman. Yes, he is, right? Yeah, he's the greatest Batman of all time, in our humble opinion. <laughs> I concur, Kennard. <laughs> and Jackal. <laughs> He'd <laughs> be like, say it, say it right. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's Joker was the best Joker as well. Yes. So I have to say, though, Heath Ledger is a close second. Very, very close. Coop is a hardcore fan of Heath Ledger, just so you know on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> but Batman rocks. And speaking of second, Michael Keaton gladly reprised the role of Bruce Wayne, Batman, in Tim Burton's follow-up sequel, Batman Returns, in 1992. (laughs) I own them both. I'm a super fan. Watched it a gazillion times. Totally. (laughs) Reciting verbatim much in your sleep? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) But it's understandable because one of the best movies ever made hands down agreed you know it makes me want to go and put it in and watch this at this very moment (laughs) everything about batman was primo remember the rock and soundtrack to it too (laughs) purely epic a hand in glove oh my goodness we're totally gonna have to do a standalone episode on batman (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's just so much to cover we can't do it here we can't do it So keep your antennas up. You won't want to miss this. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show.
right. You know, you could say that again. <laughs> but really, after Michael Keaton's performance in Batman, this really defined and solidified the true scope and range he has in acting as he's easily moved between movie genres. He really does have a versatile acting range. Mm-hmm. You know, thank goodness he's made the leap early on in his career to move from behind the camera to out in front of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank goodness. <laughs> we give a collective thank you, Mr. Keaton. <laughs> Wise move. <laughs> we are truly loyal and forever fans. Yes. Some folks out there weren't as happy, supportive, or pleased with Michael Keaton as Batman. Oh, shame on them. <laughs> yeah. They've got no taste, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who are these people? <laughs> yes, but although we shamelessly disagree with this notion, we will and promise to get more in-depth on that here on a future episode um, on Batman right here on the Caramel Apples podcast. Oh, my goodness. So can't wait for that. I know. Yeah, that will be a lively discussion indeed. Quite the understatement, Kennedy. <laughs> So just a couple brief thoughts on Michael Keaton's personal life. Um, he was married to Carolyn McWilliams from 1982 to 1990 when they parted ways in divorce. Mm. They have one grown son together named Sean Douglas. So if his ex-spouse's name rang a bell or sounds somewhat familiar to you, then that's my friend, means that you're on the right track. Ooh, fun fact. Did you know that Miss Carolyn McWilliams starred in the late 70s TV sitcom, Benson, <laughs> and also on Soap, but she's most notably recognized from Benson. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, although she and Michael Keaton divorced in 1990, sadly, another tragedy hit when she passed away in 2010. Mm. Yeah. No doubt Michael Keaton had a most special place in his heart for her. And apparently he had a type when it came to attraction and romantic interest and such. You may or may not know that his ex-partner, Carolyn McWilliams, was an attractive brunette. Well, now, that gives you a hint of his type. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fun fact. Did you know that he briefly dated Courtney Cox of Friends fame from 1989 to 1995? Did he really? Yeah. Okay. Another fun fact. Michael Keaton is also a huge fan of Katy Perry. Oh my goodness, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is an interesting fun fact. Wow. (laughs) So didn't know either one of those. Um, okay but it is clear that he definitely does have a type and that's <laughs> okay with us yes thanks for sharing that mm-hmm. so as we know michael keaton has already worked his brilliant talent his mojo if you will throughout the years of his acting and he's still going strong today yeah i did hear that he's slated to reprise his batman role in the upcoming 2022 feature film the flash you think you want to see it I might. Um, if, if anyone can do the Batman role justice, it will be Michael Keaton. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. The jury's still out on that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about you, Coop? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, because right now my mind is blown because I had no idea that he was even in talks for doing something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that he was in plays. And, you know, as far as um, reprising the role, you know, I'll just, I'll give it a solid most likely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know that's not being sure isn't anything to do with michael keatman and he'd be the reason why we would so right <laughs> yeah, yeah jury's still out so like we've stated michael keaton has been in a number of awesome and amazing films but like so many other actors there have been films that he was considered to star in but the role went to someone else mm-hmm like, would the film have been better or worse as popular humble opinion? Hmm, oh, yeah. You know, I think there were like three or four films we counted as we were doing this research, you know, that the creative executives, they they initially wanted or considered Michael Keaton to star in. Okay. And either he passed on the project or just he could not. Um and they ended up finding who actually starred in these films, which is now common knowledge and retro history. Well, as popular opinion, those are all great movies besides the ones he actually had the privilege to star in. Mm-hmm. But get this, and it's of no surprise, but Michael Keaton was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on July 28, 2016. Mm. Now, not surprised that he got one. But it is a little surprising that it didn't happen until 2016. Yeah, you know, that is really interesting. It is, yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's actors like Michael Keaton that instantly pop into your mind when you think of top talent out there in Hollywood. He's the very essence of what a true movie star is. Oh, yeah. and And there's literally hand over fist multiple examples of why he's pretty much an icon with legendary status. Mm-hmm. Earlier, we discovered that he worked on or worked with and had a good working relationship alongside director Tim Burton. Um, he actually worked on three films with him. That's right. You know, we got Batman, Batman Returns, and Beetlejuice. Correct. So it was interesting to find out that he also worked with and had a good working relationship with director Ron Howard on three films. Mm, okay. And those films were Night Shift in 1982. Gung-ho in 1986 (laughs) and The Paper in 1994. But in true fashion to his dual identities as Bruce Wayne and Batman, Michael Keaton is curiously the same way in real life. Do tell. I sure will. (laughs) There's a Hollywood Michael Keaton and there's downtime Michael Keaton, or shall we say Michael John Douglas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he has a home in the Pacific Palisades, California. Ooh, sounds ritzy. It does. (laughs) But he also has a couple of ranches in Santa Barbara, California, and Montana, where he enjoys a thousand acres of country where he grows hay, raises cattle, and on and on. So (laughs) that's very, very different from the Bruce Wayne we know. It is said that he enjoys mountain biking, fly fishing, riding horses, snowboarding, and of course, golf in his downtime. 
So there was an interesting quote Michael Keaton made that referenced his keeping a healthy balance between Hollywood and reality. Hmm. He said, and I quote, I never saw what I did for a living as who I am. But if there's a job in the world where that can get blurry, this is the one. The line gets really blurry for a lot of people and for understandable reasons, just as you go through life in this business, you don't have to be especially weak to become extremely self-involved in this business. And I just never wanted to go down that road, end quote. Wow, that statement is both cryptic and cool. Mm-hmm. But he seems keenly aware and most grounded from what was implied by that very telling quote. Just more reasons why we totally dig Michael Keaton. <laughs> And there's another brief quote that gives some keen insight on why he's such a good and relatable actor. Do tell. Okay, so he says, and I quote, I never really thought about being famous. I always wanted to be good. That's all I ever wanted to be, was to be good at what I did. And when I go to work... I gotta go to work. see how good I can get (laughs) and that's the great thing about my job it's a never-ending quest end quote so um you can totally relate to that you know like I don't know like that whole there's something to that you know like they tell they're telling you something but they're not like I do dig that I think that's pretty cool yes thanks for sharing that Yeah, and you know, and he's amazingly modest regarding his craft and passion, so you have to respect the guy. Absolutely. He possesses a most modest mindset, as you mentioned, and it's quite refreshing, really. You know, the characters he so often plays, you know, in these movies are well done and well acted. Mm -hmm. His movies are absolutely primo, and he's quite versatile. Yeah, he he has some great one-liners. And facial expressions that are captivating and very unique to him that draws you into the story unfolding. Yeah. Remember the movie Michael Keaton was in in the 90s? I think it was called Pacific Heights. Yeah. Yeah, that was a riveting, suspenseful movie. But then we can think back to how goofy and quirky he was in older films like Mr. Mom, (laughs) Multiplicity, and The Dream Team. Oh my goodness, so since we mentioned that again, we absolutely love the Dream Team. Yes. I don't know, I feel like I need to pop that one in here soon for my viewing pleasure. <laughs> Enjoy your viewing delight. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> Michael Keaton was at his sarcastic best with his role in Dream Team <laughs> as a guy with massive anger issues. It's easy to empathize with him, especially in the harrowing situations he finds himself in. Yeah, like being committed to a mental institution. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I don't know of any other uh, contemporary actor who could, you know, kind of deliver this type of performance with the same effect. Oh, facts. <laughs> So to our Orchard Archivers, which of the many films or other Hollywood works are some of your retro favorites? You know, there's really so many to choose from, and it's hard to narrow those choices down, I'd gather. But we challenge you, Archivers, so hit us back and share your thoughts. 
Mm-hmm. As always, we're eager to add your thoughts to our discussion. Coop, I'm so glad we got to dive into the many career highlights of one of our favorite old school actors, Michael Keaton. You know, it's really been a most exciting retro track in the orchard this week. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree, Kennard. We've always been huge fans of Michael Keaton and yeah. still feel that he is one of the best talents out there today in Hollywood. Yes. Uh, you know, to go from Pennsylvania to Hollywood, how's that for success, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty doggone good, I'd say. <laughs> So let's finish off our discussion this week by saying that there is legitimately not a role, challenge, or undertaking that Michael Keaton can't pull off immaculately. You know, if you're interested in seeing or witnessing the proof of this fact, look no further than to his many shining contributions of his extensive acting, not only from the retro past, but he still continues to shine in multifaceted ways even now. Mm -hmm. Launching into acting... Michael Keaton did and still defies the odds. We hope for nothing but the best and continued success for Michael Keaton and look forward to reliving and rewatching, maybe right after this, (laughs) (laughs) in some of his most memorable retro films for many more years yet to come. And that's a caramel apple wrap. And that's it for this week's episode. To make sure that you never miss out on another second of our Carmelicious podcast, meet up with us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Bye for now, and thanks so much for listening.